November 26th. And now, as we turn our attention to the reading of the New Testament, our narrative today will be from the book of 1 Peter, chapter 4, verse 7. We'll go through chapter 5, verse 14. Be serious about the present. No matter how difficult life may be, there is a job to do, and we must be faithful. Take time to pray. Show love to the saints. Use your gifts and talents to serve others. The Lord who gave you the ability will also give you the strength to use it for His glory. Just ask Him for energy from on high and be prepared for the future. A fiery trial was about to come to the church. Peter told his readers to expect it, use it as an opportunity to witness for Christ, and in all things seek to glorify God. The trial came under the Roman emperor Nero, who accused the Christians of burning Rome. The church today faces persecution. Are you prepared? And then as we move into chapter 5 of the book of 1 Peter, we'll see that even apart from the end-time suffering that the church will experience, believers must face their three great enemies. And they are the world. Christian leaders are tempted to act like the world and kind of lord it over God's people. But leaders are shepherds, and sheep must be led, not driven. Our service must be willing and humble. We must be eager to help others. The other enemy is the flesh. By nature, we do not want to submit to others. The phrase, clothed with humility, reminds us of our Savior when He wore a towel and washed Peter's feet. If we're submitted to the Lord, we will submit to His people. Humility leads to honor. Pride leads to shame. And the final enemy is the devil himself. The devil is an adversary, not a friend. He is a roaring lion, not a playful pet. He wants to devour you, and you had better be on guard. Peter thought he was well able to defeat the enemy, so he did not heed the Lord's warning. The results were failure and shame. You can resist Satan by faith if you're wearing the armor and trusting the Spirit. And now let's begin our reading today in the New Testament. November 26th, 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 7, through chapter 5, verse 14. The end of the world is coming soon. Therefore, be earnest and disciplined in your prayers. Most important of all, continue to show deep love for each other, for love covers a multitude of sins. Cheerfully share your home with those who need a meal or a place to stay. God has given gifts to each of you from His great variety of spiritual gifts. Manage them well, so that God's generosity can flow through you. Are you called to be a speaker? Then speak as though God Himself were speaking through you. Are you called to help others? Do it with all the strength and energy that God supplies. Then God will be given glory in everything through Jesus Christ. All glory and power belong to Him forever and ever. Amen. Dear friends, don't be surprised at the fiery trials you are going through, as if something strange were happening to you. Instead, be very glad. 
because these trials will make you partners with Christ in His suffering. And afterward, you will have the wonderful joy of sharing His glory when it is displayed to all the world. Be happy if you are insulted for being a Christian, for then the glorious Spirit of God will come upon you. If you suffer, however, it must not be for murder, stealing, making trouble, or prying into other people's affairs. But it is no shame to suffer for being a Christian. Praise God for the privilege of being called by His wonderful name. For the time has come for judgment, and it must begin first among God's own children. And if even we Christians must be judged, what terrible fate awaits those who have never believed God's good news? And if the righteous are barely saved, what chance will the godless and sinners have? So, if you are suffering according to God's will, keep on doing what is right, and trust yourself to the God who made you, for He will never fail you. And now, a word to you who are elders in the churches. I, too, am an elder and a witness to the sufferings of Christ, and I, too, will share His glory and His honor when He returns. As a fellow elder, this is my appeal to you. Care for the flock of God entrusted to you. Watch over it willingly, not grudgingly, not for what you will get out of it, but because you are eager to serve God. Don't lord it over the people assigned to your care, but lead them by your good example. And when the head shepherd comes, your reward will be a never-ending share in his glory and honor. You younger men, accept the authority of the elders, and all of you serve each other in humility. For God sets himself against the proud, but he shows favor to the humble. So humble yourselves under the mighty power of God, and in His good time He will honor you. Give all your worries and cares to God, for He cares about what happens to you. Be careful. Watch out for attacks from the devil, your great enemy. He prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for some victim to devour. Take a firm stand against him, and be strong in your faith. Remember that your Christian brothers and sisters all over the world are going through the same kind of suffering you are. In His kindness, God called you to His eternal glory by means of Jesus Christ. After you have suffered a little while, He will restore, support, and strengthen you, and He will place you on a firm foundation. All power is His forever and ever. Amen. I have written this short letter to you with the help of Silas, whom I consider a faithful brother. My purpose in writing is to encourage you and assure you that the grace of God is with you no matter what happens. Your sister church here in Rome sends you greetings, and so does my son Mark. Greet each other in Christian love. Peace be to all of you who are in Christ. Psalm 119, verses 81 through 96. The Word of God will help you get victory over your enemies. When your eyes are failing and your soul is fainting, the Word will give you strength and comfort. When it looks like the end has come, 
but God's Word helps you make a new beginning. Your worst enemy is on the inside, so let the Word work in your heart. You know, if you uh, trust God's Word, you'll have a solid foundation in a world that offers you no stability. The Word of God is settled. Nothing can change it or destroy it. God is faithful, and His Word can be trusted. The same Word that created the world and runs the world will also govern your life and make it secure. Psalm 119, verses 81 through 96. I faint with longing for your, the Lord's, salvation, but I have put my hope in your word. My eyes are straining to see your promises come true. When will you comfort me? I am shriveled like a wineskin in the smoke, exhausted with waiting. But I cling to your principles and obey them. How long must I wait? When will you punish those who persecute me? These arrogant people who hate your law have dug deep pits for me to fall into. All your commands are trustworthy. Protect me from those who hunt me down without cause. They almost finished me off, but I refused to abandon your commandments. In your unfailing love, spare my life. Then I can continue to obey your decrees. Forever, O Lord, your word stands firm in heaven. Your faithfulness extends to every generation, as enduring as the earth you created. Your laws remain true today, for everything serves your plans. If your law hadn't sustained me with joy, I would have died in my misery. I will never forget your commandments, for you have used them to restore my joy and health. I am yours, save me, for I have applied myself to obey your commandments. Though the wicked hide along the way to kill me, I will quietly keep my mind on your decrees. Even perfection has its limits, but your commands have no limit. Proverbs chapter 28, verses 15 and 16. A wicked ruler is as dangerous to the poor as a lion or bear attacking them. Only a stupid prince will oppress his people, but a king will have a long reign if he hates dishonesty and bribes. <laughs>